Welcome to More Than Amused Podcast, a podcast all about women and the arts, hosted by Stani and Sadie. Join us as we explore what it's like being a female artist, examine modern day problems, and educate ourselves and you on important and forgotten female artists of the past. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to More Than Amuse. I'm Stani. And I'm Sadie, and happy two years of More Than Amuse podcast. Birth. Happy birthday, indeed. We have been, wow, two years of us learning about women and sharing and caring and all of the above. And it's been fun. It has been fun. And I feel like every year it gets easier. (laughs) Yes. And every year we just find more and more amazing women. I know. It's kind of crazy. Like, I feel like we've talked about this a few times that at the very beginning, we were a little worried. They were like, well, like, what will happen if we run out Mm -hmm. of things to talk about? And then just like a second later, we were like, we're not going to. There's so many women that have been completely ignored are barely found in history or even like the famous ones whose like stories just aren't told as much as Mm -hmm. like... You know, the media has been misrepresenting women for centuries. Forever. If blonde, you know, if Blonde is any indication, the new movie on Netflix of oh, what my the gosh. media is doing to women's stories. <laughs> All the TikToks about that. I, I haven't watched the movie. I'm not going to, but it just makes me so <sighs> sick and just oh, angry. Yeah. I listened to a YouTube video about it. I would highly recommend it. It's by Modern Girls with a Z. And she just talked about how they completely missed the point. The mm-hmm. like, the, it was almost as if the director was like getting off on like Marilyn being traumatized. And so yeah. that's all he wanted to depict. Mm-hmm. And it has like some weird pro life segments in it that are really nasty. And a lot of it was just super graphic, like the abuse. Well, especially and- like some of it isn't even true. It's almost like they no. made up more and more drama. And then they just like said, oh, this is Marilyn Monroe. But. No, it's not. It's that's no. not Marilyn Monroe's story. I mean, sure, I'm obviously bad things happen to Marilyn Monroe, but like I don't know, it's just crazy. Yeah, just really gross. We actually have an episode on Marilyn Monroe, not to turn say. it into a moment to plug ourselves, but anyways, I mean, more about wanna, us. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear like more about the actual Marilyn Monroe, then we have an episode on her and three other Hollywood starlets that mm-hmm. we did last year that you can go and listen to. I know. Give you not a perfect picture, but at least a better one than that movie did. Blonde. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely not going to watch it. But yeah, I'm irritated that they did that. She just didn't need that, you know? Yeah. Also, it just, I feel like with some of these projects, I'm like, how many people had a green light that, you know? How did no one say, you know what? This is just bad. What we are doing. Also, like, did you hear that they went to, like, Marilyn Monroe's grave and had, like, a seance and, like, asked for her permission? I, just the audacity. (laughs) I know. I'm like, we're going to be smirch your name and tell a bunch of lies about you, but you're okay with it, right? Oh, good. You can't answer because you're dead. We're going to do it anyway. We got Marilyn Monroe's blessing, actually. It's like, no, you didn't. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Well, before we start our annual trivia, by the Mm -hmm. way, if you're starting this episode and you're like, this isn't going to be fun. No, no, no. It is fun. But like, think of it as a brief sneak peek. Or a brief, like, short description of everyone we've talked about. And then you get to listen to this and, first off, play with us. See if you know these answers. Um, yeah. But then also, whoever interests you, you can go back and listen to the full episode and get their whole story. I yes. tried to include, like, the most, like, fun fact trivia type thing for each one. So I know. Same. And who knows? And, like, you might one day be on Jeopardy and this will be the question that they ask you and you will be so grateful that you listen to more than a muse also what's really fun about it is that like i feel like it's a very long version of the tiktok 10 which i'm obsessed with true Um, but all of the trivia is things that i should know the answer to instead of like what's the capital of argentina that i have no idea um 
you know, this is stuff that is in our niche. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's more fun. It's like a custom trivia game where hopefully if you've been listening, you know every answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see if I know every answer as a fellow <laughs> yeah. host. Have you made any art this week, Tony? I have been working on another photo shoot this week. I finished up my Christmas one. Ooh. And this one is um, with a very large corporation that has a mascot of a small mouse Mm. um (laughs) that's how i'm phrasing that (laughs) cool Um, but yeah i get to work on that and it's very girly and very princessy shall i say cute so that's been really fun and that one's happening next week so i've just been getting a lot of props for it it's another non-model shoot but those have been really fun lately they're just low stress you know it's mainly just me and the photographer in the studio like workshopping things and that's fun yeah i also learned how expensive seamless paper backdrops are and holy crap nice because we had to buy like 10 of them how expensive and it was are they? like it's like 800 dollars that is quite expensive so all of you independent photographers out there that are funding your own studio shout out to you yes major major applause because holy crap i'm glad that (laughs) i am not personally funding this well i'm so excited for the large corporation small mouse company to yes (laughs) to see what you end up doing me too it's gonna be really fun what about you any fun art this week let's see i feel like I've been trying to play the TikTok game of let's see if my songs go viral. And you know what? That's a discouraging game to play. But the unfortunate reality is I just don't have the money to keep on making songs that I won't at least get a portion of it back. So I'm like, okay, we got to try and share these songs in a way that maybe people will be excited about them. I did submit a song to be released at the end of this month with another artist by the way i that will I venmo love. you for that after we're done talking um yeah i freaking love that song i'm so excited for everyone to hear it me too what's so funny is like the way i've been like structuring these tiktoks is like is this a hit or is this a miss and the first one I did, I got a lot of hit comments and I was like, yes. heck yeah. I uploaded, I did a TikTok with the video, with the song that I'm releasing this month. And I got a couple comments that were like, I mean, maybe if you made a couple edits, it would be a hit. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, lesson learned that if I'm going to release the song, do not phrase it in a way that I'm asking for feedback because yeah. um, uh, there's nothing I can do. It's it's up. It's uploaded to everything. So anyways, that was a fun experiment to play. But, you know, TikTok is like the harshest critics because everyone's True. even mad about the version of Sam Smith's song that came out that like true what's it called unholy mm-hmm. when that is like a, a wonderful song like it is phenomenal it's, i think it is a great pop song i can see what people are saying with like the tiktok yeah. audio maybe hits a little bit more but like his voice sounded a little lower in it but it's still a great song yeah and it's like it wasn't the production recording that he shared yeah. so it's gonna sound different I feel like a lot of my like fellow indie artists on TikTok, a lot of people who like usually do like pull really good numbers or like even go viral almost like regularly for their music. Like they've all just been like, I cannot get the algorithm to like push anything. So it sucks. Anyways, Mm -hmm. I don't want to turn this like a social media complaining session. But if anyone out there is trying to promote their music on TikTok or just their art in general and you don't feel loved by the algorithm, just same. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like all of social media has kind of been a little harsh with algorithms lately. Just sucks. And it sucks that you have to like, you're almost like everyone's just like hoping for their like lightning rod moment to just have something magically hit, but you can't predict it. Anyways, you can't. So that's the art. Actually, something fun though is I have a friend from college who is in town and they are recording their EP And they like rented out a studio on Music Row, hired Nashville session performers. Like they went all out, but they asked me if I would sing like backups on one of their songs. So I got to record in my very first Music Row Nashville studio today. It was was quite fun. I'm not going to lie. That's awesome. Yes. Wow. Living the Nashville life. And you saw Casey Musgraves. Yes. Oh 
Oh my goodness. I saw Casey Musgraves in the coffee shop across from my apartment. Yes. And it's a very like low-key coffee shop. It's not like a popular spot in East Nashville, which I guess which makes, makes sense makes of why they would better. choose it too. Yeah. But yeah, she was having like a team meeting and I did not say hi. It felt like it would have been rude, but also I was mm-hmm. completely starstruck. <laughs> yeah, I feel like from the photo you sent, you could tell she was like trying to be like discreet you know yeah exactly and And i'm sure she could tell that me and my friend knew who she was because i like walked around the corner where my friend was just sitting she said it was so funny my friend got in there and sat and was like oh wow there's a lot of people over there plopped down started working like glanced over and was like oh my gosh that's casey musgraves (laughs) so who knows maybe there's a new album new tour coming soon and we heard this snippet the first talking about it in Hannah B. Coffee in East Nashville. <laughs> well, that is so great. Well, should we begin? More than a muse trivia. We don't keep score or anything crazy like that, but the format that it works is basically I'm going to ask Sadie about a bunch of questions about the people that I did episodes on, and then Sadie is going to ask me questions. We'll just go every other one. And mm-hmm. um, for the ones that we both talked about, we just split them equally. So yes. It all works out very perfectly. It works <laughs> out so perfectly, actually. Yeah. So thank you. And the way that we structure our years is it starts and ends in October. Well, mm-hmm. I guess it starts November technically. And then like, so we'll have from November until this month. So hopefully you've listened to every single episode. <laughs> hopefully. And if not, get to work. I know. This is your requirement for next year when we do this again, that you're prepared. Absolutely. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can go first. First off, we've got Kenna Joak Oshavak. Mm-hmm. They're back in last November. Oh, dear. Um, and here's the question for you. What disease was Oshavak recovering from when she started drawing for the first time? <laughs> My brain like was like polio. Is that no? (laughs) But I feel like similar. I don't know. I can't like. It's like a common one like that. You know? Yeah. Like one that you like. No, No, it's not smallpox. I know it's not. What is it? Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Okay. Yeah. There was. I figured it was kind of a long shot on whether or not you'd know it, but like. But yes. (laughs) Still. Okay, I'm up next, so... Okay, this one is easy. So Ruth Wakefield, do you remember Mm -hmm. who she was? Yes. She was the inventor of the chocolate chip cookie. So in 1930, she and her husband bought a tourist lodge in Whitman in Plymouth County. What was the name of this tourist lodge? Wasn't it Toll House? Yeah, the Toll House Inn. Yeah, okay. And that's where the Toll House cookie recipe comes from. I almost said Nestle Toll House, and then I was like, no, 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 no. Nestle bought it later. Mm -hmm. I remember that. And now it's on every chocolate chip package. Okay, Karen Carpenter. Oh, what a classic. Mm -hmm. Um, What typo from a press interview did Carpenter print on and wear on her shirt at concerts? I don't know. I posted some photos of it. She has a T-shirt. It has a funny saying on it. I do not remember, but I'm excited to find out what the answer is. <laughs> um, in an interview, an interviewer called her the lead sister instead of the lead singer. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So she printed it on her t-shirts and wore it to most of her concerts, a shirt that said lead sister. That's amazing. I almost was going to guess like something along like drummer or singer or something because i know she's like a singer but she's also was a drummer so i wondered if that's mm-hmm. what it was but okay yeah that's amazing no it's so funny and her pictures of her wearing it are so just happy like she just has so much joy on her face i just love her i love her too okay edith piaf our, our french queen french queen yes how tall is she oh my gosh well <laughs> Her nickname was like a little sparrow, right? Correct. So I'm guessing she was like what, like four ten? Wow, you're yes, she was four foot ten. What? <laughs> oh, <my God. 
know. I just went for what I thought would be really short and then took it even further. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. She's four foot ten. At like the start of her performance career when she was like 15, 16, I think I saw like the first time she like, got on stage, she was four foot eight. But then I think by oh. the end of her life, she ended up being four foot ten. But yeah, okay. she was very, very small. Yeah, that's tiny. Wow. I'm very, I was going to guess impressed. five foot. And then I was like, nah, if she like was known if for you're asking me that was. then yeah she's she's smaller <laughs> yeah four foot ten that's awesome what a great mm-hmm. guess okay um sofanisba angasola i love saying her name just, me too gosh. so beautiful i know I'm like can you imagine having that name mm-hmm. like sofanisba angasola but in one of her most famous paintings her three sisters are playing a game do you remember what the game is no um tag (laughs) (laughs) they're sitting at a table okay um and remember this is like a renaissance italy i know i'm like what games do you play in renaissance italy okay am i gonna get any hold on i want to google it wait what are her okay i'm just gonna look up paintings and if it doesn't pop up oh 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 chess Yes, Tess. It's okay. kind of a trick question because two of them are playing, but one oh. of them is watching. I honestly should have just guessed chess, but I was worried that I like, I'm like, was chess even around? I don't know. Probably. Yes. I feel like chess has been around I here forever. Yeah. Like, has chess been around since like medieval times when they had knights <laughs> and bishops? Because that's what I feel like in my brain. <laughs> that makes sense. Fanny Mendelssohn. Ooh. Do you remember her brother's name? Who was also known for being a composer? Mendelssohn. If you were a music major, you would absolutely <laughs> know. So that's I why know. I decided to ask you. <laughs> no, that is a good one. However, I'm not a music major. So when you say Mendelssohn, the first person that comes to my mind is Fanny. <laughs> but that's good. See, we're rewriting. We're rewiring what people yes. associate with Mendelssohn. Oh, um, I don't know. Is it like Frederick or Patrick or something? It's Felix. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt know. like it was like another F name. Yes. So I went with Frederick. Fanny and but... Felix for Mendelssohn. I almost just said Frederickson. Cute. You got it in my head. Anyways. Another brother and sister duo. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is Betty White. Oh. Betty White. Betty White. I don't know if you'll know this one. So maybe I'll make it a well, little bit I don't bit have a good track record broader. so far, so we'll see. Okay. Where did White meet her third husband and the love of her life? On a TV show? Yes. Do you remember which one? No. Um, he was the host. Of a, of, a, of a game show. Yes. It's called Password. Oh, yes, I remember now. But yeah, that was Alan Ludden. He was the host of Password, and that's where they met, which is so cute because Betty White just loved her game shows. That is very cute. Alma Thomas, which painting is famously in which certain notable building? Ah, it's in the White House. I don't know if it still is. I I know it was at least during, do you know what president Put it up? Yes. Barack Obama. Yeah. So it was during the Obama presidency. I don't know if it's still yeah, up. I think every president redecorates, but I don't know Probably. what Biden did. So I don't know. Maybe he took it all back to how it was when he was vice president. <laughs> when he was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I can't remember what it was called. I could probably describe it, but was it like golden something or like light or It was sunshine? resurrection. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, yes. it was something like that, like light and yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't and it it was, in the dining room. Yeah. I was going to say it was yeah. prominently hung in the family dining room of the White House during the Obama presidency. Yes. That Beautiful. Good time. Okay. Martha Wash. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the famous song that used her voice without credit? <gasps> oh my gosh. I know it. I know it. Yes, you do. I will survive. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh no, what is it? Staying alive. I'm gonna here, should I play it for you? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. oh, um, it's not I will survive. <laughs> Everybody dance now, yes. <laughs> but that's not the full name. What is the that's full name? That's in parentheses. I I don't I don't remember. Gonna make you sweat. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is a lesson on how you should name your song the most recognizable lyric and not one that comes later. But <laughs> oh, I remember that whole story. Yes. Horrible. Yes. I know. And it happened to her so many times. So it's ridiculous. Many times. Okay. Marnie Nixon. What are the three most popular movies that she was a ghost singer for? Oh, gosh. I wanted to say Singing in the Rain, but she wasn't even in that, was she? No. <laughs> the story she, just well, follows that? I don't think. Yeah. The story yeah. follows it, but it is not. And they're pretty famous movie musicals, so you can almost like. Yeah, like guess. Okay. Marnie Nixon. I'm guessing one of them was, was it My Fair Lady? Yes. One that's one Okay, of them. cool. Because I remember Because Audrey, Audrey Hepburn. Hepburn, yeah, did not sing. Oh, man. What are the other ones? You just mentioned one in a recent episode. My mind is going blank. I can't even think of any movie musicals. Oklahoma. No. It is West Side Story. Ah. And The King and I. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Why The King and I? That shocks me all over again. I know. I, I was. I forgot about The King and I. I remembered My Fair Lady and West Side Story, but I yeah. forgot about that one too. Crazy. All of her singing. Once again, uncredited. Uncredited. Okay. Maria Premenchenko. Um, yes. This one I would highly recommend everyone go listen to because we just lost the world. Just lost a bunch of her paintings mm-hmm. because of the bombings that have been having in Ukraine, which is messed up. So at age 65, Hermanchenko gave away 75 of her paintings to this art museum mm-hmm. that already had 15 of them. And her daughter-in-law protested, saying that the paintings were promised to Kiev. And how did Parmenchenko reply? That she would just paint more for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was 65. And she's like, let him take them. I'll just paint more. <laughs> I remember that. I freaking love that story. I know. So good. I mm-hmm. love it so much. She's just like, yeah, whatever. Here, have 75 of my paintings. I'll make more. Amazing. Crazy. We're going to take a quick break just to spotlight one of our new favorite women artists. So person I want to talk about is Louise Vermeil. Her handle is Louise underscore Vermeil underscore designs. And uh, she does pottery earrings and art. Mm. Um, and they're cute, cute, like so cute. She has a lot of different stuff. She's got like some little spooky October things going on. She's got earrings that you can go and buy. The little ghosts are so cute. Um, yes. And she also sells keycaps, which I'm fascinated by because people literally buy these old-fashioned keyboards with, like, the raised keys and, like, put their little keycaps on them. That's very And it's cute. I like that. She did all of the evolutions of Eevee, which if you had brothers or loved Pokemon, then you know what that is. Mm-hmm. And then she also did some, like, Studio Ghibli characters, some more Pokemon. The little Totoro one is adorable. Yeah, just, it. like adorable fun little halloween like not spooky halloween and then just year-round adorableness oh my gosh do i need kirby earrings i I think you might need kirby earrings (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you like that would be a great thing these are truly adorable oh my gosh she has animal crossing keycaps too and the mugs i'm obsessed yes the mugs are also so cute i love them so much Anyway, just really fun. It looks like she has a bunch of fun stuff for her Patreon that she sends you, like, mystery boxes or, like, different things on here that you can buy. So, Oh, cute. Check it out for sure because this is just a good time. I love it. My person I'm following is Molly Marie P. Molly Marie P-E-A. Um, she's an artist and sells greeting cards, notepads, stamps, and more. Cute. And I found her from this, like, fall leaf thing that i don't know she did and it was on my discover page and they're really cute Mm -hmm. i also love this like the future is female one with crystal ball and it's all just very cool and very cute cozy vibes so cute i love if you scroll back a little she did a flower challenge and did like a letter with a flower that starts with that letter Mm, oh i love those for the month of may they're so pretty they are so pretty 
Like D is for daffodils. E is for something I can't pronounce and English bluebells. That's gorgeous. I, yeah, I absolutely love them. And I think she's doing like some type of challenge for fall because if you like scroll over, it looks like, I guess we'll shout out this person, by Happy Owl, Allison, Happy Owl. She's doing like a spooktober challenge for illustrators, I think. So fun time. Yeah. 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 So you can go keep up to date with her drawing challenges. And like I said, she has really cute little graphics and things like that. I love it. I love it too. So fun. I love it when like, I love like the cute aspects of fall too. Like the spooky stuff is fun, but then like the little cute things about fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just like, what a fun little season where you can be like adorable and spooky. (laughs) Adorable and spooky. (laughs) Best of both worlds. Just fun. I know. I love it too. Um, Also, really quick, I'm going to mention in the middle of the episode, so hopefully more people are listening. Uh, we are doing a giveaway on our Instagram that will probably end at the end of this week. And it's for a cute pair of Halloween earrings, um, a water bottle that's amazing and Mm -hmm. pink and cute, and then a copy of the book Frankenstein by Mary Shelley that we're reading. Mm -hmm. And I know more of you listen than follow the Instagram, so go check it out on Instagram. Please be a part of that giveaway because, yeah, we put a lot of thought into it and it's going to be like really great prizes. Yes. And all you got to do is share. I think just share. Listen, we'll talk about it on Instagram. Yeah, (laughs) We're still deciding the details, but it'll be very low key. Like you just got to you just got to share your favorite episode. No big deal. It won't be anything. And tag us and follow us. I'm like, and tag us and follow us and And like this 20 step thing you have to do. And (laughs) and then you'll get it. (laughs) It's going to be really simple, but the prizes are really cute and super fun. And um, yeah, I just think it'll be a great fun thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Go check it out. All right. Now back to the show. Um, Okay. Emily Dickinson. So Mm. her poems were not published until after she had passed. A feud broke out between two groups of people on who could publish them. It was between the family, the Dickinsons, and do you remember who else worked to publish her poems? Yeah, wasn't it like her brother's sis, like her brother's ex-wife or something? It was or her, her brother's, brother's mistress, which is even worse. Oh, yeah. Because... <laughs> Her brother's wife is like confirmed, not confirmed. Her and Emily were actually in love, right? Oh, that's she, right. That's right. Yeah. But then the mistress, Mabel Loomis Todd, for some reason figured she had a claim over it, over the Dickinsons. Which I don't ridiculous. know how that happened, but it caused a big yeah. deal for her poems to be published. And I think the first edition Joanna. of her poems that were published were by Mabel Loomis Todd. So crazy crazy crazy. do you ever think sometimes about how like what would the tiktoks have been like if it had been around at that time like (laughs) famous author emily dickinson's brother's mistress is the one claiming rights to his her poetry you know and everyone in the comments is like that's ridiculous they're not even married (laughs) 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 it's just funny to think about because like drama and gossip have been around since like i have a feeling mabel loomis todd would have been canceled but you know oh 100 percent. you'd hope right yeah it's true you'd hope yeah (laughs) Okay, Gertrude Casebrier. I feel like this one flew under the radar. Me too. I almost forgot who she was, but she was a photographer. She was. She was a very, very early photographer. Mm -hmm. Um, What famous performer did she request permission from to photograph his cast? His cast? Like... Yes, the cast of his show. Oh. Was it P.T. Barnum? No. But mm-hmm. kind of similar vein, think a little bit oh, more. Oh, it was the Wild West show. Yes. What Do you was remember? His... I don't remember his name, but I know it's it was the Wild West in... show. It's in a Doris Day movie that I love. It's in um Any Get Your Calamity Gun? Jane. Calamity Have you Jane. Have seen Calamity Jane? No, I haven't um, seen that. In Calamity Jane, she falls in love with William Buffalo Bill Cody. Oh, yes, yeah. I remember. And that's who Gertrude Casebuyer received permission from. I love yes. it. Yes, I remember now. See, so I just had to 
P.T. Barnum close. I mean, it was a big spectacle. Yes. But. <laughs> yeah. I was like similar, not as animal rights problematic. <laughs> Probably other issues, but. <laughs> yeah. He actually, he was very respectful of the natives. I'd say like a lot of things that came from that probably were really problematic and very like sensationalizing like mm-hmm. Native American culture and like warfare and everything like that. But like they really loved Buffalo Bill and they also really loved Gertrude. So mm, I remember now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We have Beyonce. Who was Ooh. Beyonce's main musical influence? Shania Twain? No. I'm pretty sure. Darn it. It was Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew as soon as I said it, you would you would know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I love Shania Twain, though. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I, I'm sure Beyonce likes Shania Twain. I don't know. <laughs> Anna Mae Wong. Oh, yes. What trope, very problematic trope, was assigned to Anna Mae Wong almost constantly throughout her entire career? Like the sexy femme fatale... Asian woman. Yes, they have a specific term for like, like. Oh, I can't think of what it is. The dragon lady. The dragon lady. Yes. Yes, like literally the most racist thing you can think of. Yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah, that it was based on a film that she was in, but then she continued to have to play that trope mm-hmm. forever. Yes. All right, Lena Wertmüller. She was a movie director. Mm-hmm. from Italy. She has a Guinness World Record. Do you remember what her record is in? Yes. It's for the longest film title. Yes. I'm going to... And it was an insanely long film title. All right. Here we go, everybody. This is my reading in Italian. Un fatto di sangue nel commune de Sessuliana frau due yomini per casa di una vedova si sospetta. Tiano Moventi Politici Amor Motimi Lugana Bell Tarantel Tarlucci e Vino, which totals 179 characters. Yep. And everyone when they went to see it, they said the entire title every time. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say that the film is best known for the international titles, if you can believe it, either called Blood Feud or Revenge. So a little no bit way. similar. Two or yeah. one words was better than that. I, you know, I feel like at that point, it's like she was proving, trying to prove a point. Like, I feel like oh, that's a record yeah. that you try to break. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. I, f- I feel like you'd have to, right? Because otherwise, what's the point? No one's going to say that whole phrase. Yeah. I don't know. Sister Rosetta Tharp. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Her PR team came up with this idea for a concert mm. um, that would go on to be the first major concert in history, outdating both the Beatles and Janis Joplin. How long was she given to find a husband for this like wedding slash concert that they came up with? It was like less than a year, right? Like eight months? It was exactly a year. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. But isn't that insane? No, it's still very insane. The whole <laughs> wedding concert thing. Yes, like the preacher even cracked jokes about her buying the ring. And then the most iconic part is that she got to strap on her custom white electric guitar and play a concert in her wedding dress. Pretty iconic. It is pretty iconic. Although a little sad that it was a sham, but oh well. (laughs) Oh well. It wasn't, you know, if she was actually in love and that was her way of doing it, that would have been better. Um, all right. Kate Bush is obviously a musician. Um, Love Kate Bush. Me too. But when she first started with her record deal, she also like took lessons for another art medium that went on to play a very large role in her music videos, live shows, and artistry. What else did she do that was a big deal? Dance. She yes. Danced. Interpretive and modern dancing. Yes. Gosh, I love Kate Bush. Me too. I really love Kate Bush. That was a good episode. Honestly, probably still one of my favorite ones we've done. I know. I love Kate Bush. I didn't even cover her and like she's iconic. I know. (laughs) It was like opened up a whole world of things that I was like, how did I not know this? I know. What a great, wonderful person. Exactly. Okay. Beatrice Wood, one of your favorites that I covered. Yes. I loved her. 
she's a ceramicist. Mm -hmm. Um, But what three things did she swear by saying that they kept her young? Chocolate. Young men or men in general. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Do you remember the third one? Um, mm, I don't remember, but I remember it was chocolate and young men. What was the third one? Art books. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Art books, chocolate, and young men. And she even said that she hired young staff and kept a fridge full of Hershey bars. <laughs> Good for her. Oh, man. All right. Pauline Body. So mm-hmm. after a brief appearance in Pop Goes the Easel, which was a documentary about pop art movement, this marked the beginning of her brief fill in the blank. Wait, what? Hold on. Okay, sorry. Again. Sorry. So <laughs> she she appeared in a documentary about the pop art movement called Pop Goes the Easel. And after oh, okay. this, it marked the beginning of her brief fill in the blank. I don't know if that makes sense. Like her brief fame? Her or brief- like, uh, or like what like detour of her painting career? Like what did she do because of she was in this documentary oh did she start painting realism or something no it started a brief acting career oh okay sorry that was probably a poorly worded question but (laughs) you're good yes the first time you said it i literally heard pop goes the weasel in my brain (laughs) and i was like what like what pop goes the weasel pop goes the weasel yeah that's fair yeah it's a very good play on words i appreciate that yeah yeah, it's pretty good yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. This is Marion Mahoney Griffin. This is kind of an open-ended one, so I will accept multiple answers. Mm-hmm. But why did Griffin hate Frank Lloyd Wright? Oh, for a lot of There's reasons. There's so many reasons. <laughs> because didn't he like, well, he openly like talked bad about her and like all the other people in like the movement <clears throat> that she was a part of. Yes, he did. Do you remember any of the other reasons? I know there was a lot of really good ones. There was. Uh, What was like the big main one? The big main one was he cheated on his wife and left his company in shambles. And oh yeah, Marion was very good friends with his first wife. Um, And she was a part of his company. That's fair. Yes. And I know very relevant to the news recently. Yeah, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Cheating on your wife and leaving your company in shambles. Historically, not a good idea. Um, Yeah, like next time you're thinking about cheating on your wife, think, will this ruin everything I've ever worked for and ever done? If the mm-hmm. answer is yes, consider not doing it. You could also do some research. What has <laughs> happened some- to people <laughs> who chose to do this? <laughs> it usually doesn't end well. And think, do um, I really love this woman this much to give up everything I've ever worked for? <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. Yeah, there's your how-to guide on whether or not you, you should, should cheat on your cheat wife. On your... The answer is no. Come back, um, yes, Come back next week to see when it is appropriate <laughs> to cheat on your wife. Never. Anyways, never. Uh, he also badmouthed her husband to all of their colleagues. He talked down about their Australian capital de- capital design. And I don't know if she was, like, particularly mad about this one, but I was. He published a bunch of her work without credit in his book. So. Mm, love that. Just Lots all of reasons bad. to hate Frank Lloyd Wright. That's- yeah. All right. Minnie Pearl. Do you remember what her signature look was? The hat with the price tag on it. Yes. It was a yes. hat with the price tag 198 that was displayed. And the first time it happened, it was an accident. But then everyone thought it was a part of the bit and thought it was hilarious. So it became part of the shtick. And my favorite part is it's even on all of her statues. Mm-hmm. Like it Love truly it. is a very iconic price tag. Yes. So funny. And what a wonderful price for a hat. A wonderful price for a hat. <laughs> yeah. $1.98. Okay. Mary Cassatt. She was born in the United States, even though she spent most of her career in France. Yes. But her prominence in France was outshined by a famous family member that she had back in the United States. Mm. Do you remember who it was or what he did? Did he do something with railway companies? Yes. Okay. I don't remember remember how he was related to her. Was it her cousin or was it her brother? 
Her brother. Okay. Yeah. I thought it yeah. was brother, but. Her brother, Alexander Cassatt, was the president of the Pennsylvania Railroad. Yeah. I remember thinking Which that I don't random. know why that was such a big deal, but. Yeah, I don't know either, but whatever. <laughs> but apparently it was huge, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Birth Morisot. Who impressionism yes. woman? I realize that like maybe we haven't been saying who all these people are. Oh, um, no, sorry, everyone. Go and listen and find out. <laughs> yeah, search their name. You're on your own. Mm, yeah. <laughs> or if only we had a whole database of amazing information about these no. women artists. If only. <laughs> Anyways, in February of 2013, she became the highest-priced female artist. When her painting After Lunch, a portrait of a young redhead in a straw hat and purple dress, sold for, what's the dollar amount? $8 million. $10.9 million. Oh, I wasn't that far off. No. And also, how exciting that it was higher than you guessed. I know. I love that. Mm -hmm. $10 million. Too bad it was after she was dead. (laughs) I know. I was like, and she didn't get any of it. Nope. (laughs) She was long gone at that point. Anyways. Okay. Marie Brockamond, another impressionist. Yes. Um, What was the biggest roadblock in her career as a painter? I know when I say it, you'll know. But I don't know. I know you will. I know I will too. It was a relationship that she had, if that's helpful. Oh, it was her husband. Her husband sucked. Yes. Do you remember why? Because he like did not like impressionism and like discouraged yes. her against it uh-huh he hated it he yeah, hated he impressionism he also it. never publicly complimented her work ever. i remember yeah oh what a jerk i know literally um, so mean like inc- if i'm marrying someone they better be like my number one hype person yeah. everything i do is solid gold like listen you know? jordan did not start this marriage as a big pop fan but i'm gonna tell you by the time we finish it when we're 80 He's going to be a pop connoisseur and he already is oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got to be there supporting me every really? single bit of the way, regardless of interests. And I'm doing it for you. <laughs> so, yep, exactly. Yeah. Eva Gonzalez, the last of our impressionism ladies. This is this one's also kind of open ended. So answer it, you know, however. So cool. why did Edward Manet's portrait of her cause people to not take her seriously as an artist? Didn't they like view her as more of a muse, a girlfriend rather than an artist herself? Yes, but then also because the portrait is of her painting and in the painting she had stiff posture. She was an expensive dress that obviously like wasn't good for creative work and like her hand was weird. And so they kind of perceived that as like the actual way she painted. And so they didn't she take She painted her staged painting and they judged her based on how yeah. it was staged. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I don't remember that. Why don't yeah, I Yeah, so they just that? kind of perceived her as like a young model who was working with the established painter and not really That's didn't really care about her painting. I think that same up. year she submitted a painting to the salon. So yeah. That's really dumb. I know. That would be like someone smiling for the front of a cookbook and they're like, oh, their apron's clean. So they're a bad chef. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. That's so weird. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. Bay Fettler, graphic designer. We just barely talked about her fairly recently. Can you name one or both of the major magazines that she art directed for for the majority of her career? Miss Magazine? Is that what that one was called? Yes, that is one of them. Yes. And the other one, Harbor Bazaar? Yes, good job. That's awesome. I remembered. I remembered. I loved her, the stuff that she did for it. I know. So fun. I have a bunch of it on the Instagram if anyone wants to look. Mm -hmm. Check out her stuff. Okay, this next one is Priscilla Presley. And I'm recognizing that when I covered Priscilla Presley, I did not do a great job at... I, I did not do the more than amuse goal of talking more about her than the men she was associated with. But that was also <laughs> the point of the episode. Yeah. So I did not cover this. So now this is just like more like a fun fact. But she was originally offered the role in a very specific iconic movie that she ended up turning down because she disliked the show Also, I don't know if she was offered the role when her and Elvis were married, but Elvis definitely dissuaded her from pursuing an acting career. 
I'll give you a hit clue just to see if you can guess. Um, okay. The movie features like three iconic women together. And like the three women are always like pictured together. And there was recently a remake that didn't do very good. Charlie's Angels? Yeah. Wow. That would have been different. One of the angels on Charlie's Angels. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Also, I also looking at random facts about Presley, um, Priscilla Presley today. Uh, I totally forgot that at the Met Gala, like this last year, she walked it with Austin Butler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing something like, about that when I was looking for photos of her for the Instagram. Yeah, that's cool. like that's crazy that she would choose to do that. I guess that was giving the, you know, Presley stamp of approval on the on the project if she was walking she did with make him. a very attractive elvis elvis he played a great elvis i am not gonna lie yeah. fanny bryce oh yes this one's gonna be easy but oh, okay. that's okay um what role was bryce most famous for during her lifetime that funnily enough is not pictured in the movie funny girl at all at all <laughs> uh miss baby snooks yes mm-hmm. her radio personality it's just funny. I'm like a whole musical about her life and they don't even bring up like where she I got know. most of her money from. Funny. Okay. My last question is Olivia Newton-John. Ooh. What popular band did she compete and lose to in Eurovision? ABBA. ABBA. She lost to Waterloo. Yeah. And I, Waterloo. I, yeah. I and that's fair. The Honestly. Decision. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Waterloo I love Olivia Newton-John. Amazing. Iconic. But, uh, it's Abba. Sorry. But that was like Abba's big break too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And Olivia Newton-John had plenty more. So. Yes. Cool. Okay. This is my last one. We talked about her last week. Okay. So I feel like you'll know. But Hopefully. what sequence of Fantasia did Millicent Patrick animate? The monster. The. Um, yes. It starts with a C. Right? Yeah. A C-H. Mm-hmm. Char, char, charge i don't remember his You're so name close chernabog Char- oh i was just gonna say charizard but obviously that was a oh. joke let that be known <laughs> charizard no chernabog yeah. it was from night on bald mountain yes, yes. so cool yes. very cool just a little monster movie well i guess is there anything else we need to say about our trivia i don't think so yeah. it's a brief detour from our more than amused monster month because the women that we're discussing are creators of iconic monsters plus the other episode where we're talking about women monsters and a little bit about that it's so fun we also have been doing watch parties for different movies Every every week you can join if you want to and chat with us or you can just follow our instagram and just get to know our thoughts on it last night we did our watch party and creature from the black lagoon it was a really great movie i love that i got the chance Mm -hmm. to watch it we also learned to turn off the public feature so that anyone could join or did we i don't know kind of made it more fun you know what maybe It also made it slightly scary when I realized I didn't know how to block people either. Oh, I did figure out how to block people. So yeah, I did too, luckily. And then I also turned our settings to only people that are invited or whatever. Okay, or like have the invite link. Okay, there we go. That's yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, real characters joined our thing. I think we had at least one person looking for a sugar baby. Yeah, sugar daddy. I mean, looking to be a sugar baby. We also had someone that literally thought they were going to die from an ear infection, which yes. we Googled, and you can't, so I mean, you're okay. And apparently his doctor said he was just screwed. There was no yeah. hope. Doctor just said he was screwed. No hope at all. Which, I don't so, know, maybe maybe that happened. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Poor Kevin and his ears. <laughs> Poor Kevin. <laughs> and then we actually had someone who was very interested in the movie. True. So that was good. Yeah. And then we had a really scary encounter where we panicked for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it turned out major fine. predator vibes, but I blocked them yeah. and I think they left uh-huh. the chat immediately after. So I did well. too. I think when I blocked him, it kicked him out. Yes. But yeah, um, it was fun. <laughs> it would be more fun if we knew everyone in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd love it for more people to join. I don't know what we're going to watch this week because we're doing our birthday trivia episode. So 
We would pick some random Halloween woman inspired movie. Halloween movie. So yeah, keep noted of that. We post all the links and information to join on our Instagram. We're also gonna we mentioned this in last episode, but when this comes live, we'll just done our first one. We're reading Frankenstein together, and we're going live every week on Instagram as well to talk about those mm-hmm. chapters, like stay on track. So you can read it with us, yeah, um, and join in and be a part of that discussion. And it's going to be really fun. I think that'll be every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then the watch parties are on Wednesdays. So what a more than amuse monster month. So much to do if you I want know, to join and us. so much fun. Got also just really, really exciting stuff coming for the podcast. I don't want to be one of those people who's like a big project, <laughs> you know, like coming soon. But you know what? <laughs> kind of. So <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's not going to be anything like crazy, but our episode format's probably going to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, and it's exciting for us, and we hope all of you will be okay with it as we yes. move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we will be back next week. With more monsters, more mm-hmm. muses. More monsters, more muses, more Halloween fun. Um, and have a yeah. good week. And happy two years. Happy two years. Exciting. Here's to two more. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Maybe 20 more. Yeah, I'm thinking two more after that. <laughs> right now, this is my retirement plan, so keep listening. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, we got a lot of work to do. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.